welcome to Silk Digital Marketing Mastery, your go-to podcast for elevating your digital marketing success as a female business owner. I'm your host, Sam, founder of Silk Digital, with over six years of experience working with clients from startups to established brands. Each week, my guests and I will provide insider knowledge and expert guidance on social media, email marketing, digital advertising, and more. On this show, you can expect to learn how to create irresistible marketing messages that connect with your dream customers, establish an unbreakable brand identity that they can't help but trust, and develop a holistic approach to your marketing that supports your business goals. I know that as a female entrepreneur, you face unique challenges when it comes to building your brand and growing your business. That's why I'm here to provide you with the tools, strategies, and insights you need to take control of your marketing and achieve your goals. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, this podcast is for you. Get ready to learn, be inspired, and take your digital marketing game to the next level. Hello, and welcome back to the Silk Digital Marketing Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Sam, and if this is your first time tuning in, then welcome. I'm so excited to have you listening, and today's episode is going to cover all of the burning questions that you have around content creation, specifically for video content for platforms like TikTok and Instagram Reels. I feel like this is always such a hot topic, and I get questions all the time around this whole topic. So I thought what better way to just answer it on the podcast and share with everybody rather than repeating myself again (laughs) over and over. But if you do want to find out more about my content creation process and maybe you have a burning question that is probably going to be answered in today's episode, then keep listening. We all know that video content is one of the most important things in your marketing, especially on social media. And if you aren't leveraging this, then this episode is really, really, really important for you then, because I think this will give you a bit more guidance and might make you a bit more excited and motivated to actually get out there and film some content. Because look, the biggest piece of advice I give all of my clients is that you just have to start. Nobody is born knowing how to film video content and things that you will have created once upon a time that you thought was amazing. You're going to look back and be like, that is so cringe. And I have done the exact same thing. I look at videos that I have created, whether it's for myself or even clients. And I thought at the time that was like primo. And as you continue on, just like anything else, you get better and better the more you do it. I'm like, oh, that's not my best piece of work. But hey, for at the time, it was amazing. So practice makes perfect. And I think that even if you're not posting the videos, and this is something that has really resonated with me and some advice that I've been given over time, that yeah, just create the video, play around with it, use like platforms. I recommend CapCut to be editing your videos. Don't create and edit videos in each platform. So in TikTok or Instagram Reels, because it limits you to then how you can repurpose it. So yeah, just play around with the editing software. It's a free app you can download. You can upgrade for like $12 or something a month and get more features, which I do recommend if it's something you're going to use quite often. And yeah, play around with it and you don't even have to post it. It can just be a way of practicing. And I think that's something that people don't maybe make the time for or realize that, yeah, just because you've created something doesn't mean you have to put it out on the internet. It's just a tool to help you get better. 
And so my recommendations for programs are CapCut and always filming on your camera app. So again, not recording the TikTok videos in the TikTok app and the same with Instagram as well. Just film it on your camera because when it comes to repurposing the content, you've got the raw footage as such and you can do with it what you will and it doesn't have the watermark on it because again we don't like to see Instagram reels posted on TikTok with the Instagram reel watermark it's just not a good look (laughs) whether or not it has anything to do with how it affects the algorithm I don't know but I just don't believe it looks great it's not best practice so Basically, I think the biggest question is how do we even create or where do we even start with creating video content? Now, like any content creation process, I always recommend having a, whether it's like a document, a note on your notes app of your phone, or I use Notion, whatever system you want to use, but have some sort of like run sheet really where you're just consistently dumping in ideas or things that you see, because we all know as we're driving along or in the shower or wherever we might be, like we can get these great ideas just like land. And if you don't run it down, you often forget. So it's definitely good to have something going. And especially when it comes to that time to create content, you're not then just sitting there scratching your head like, what am I going to post today? You've got all these ideas and you can take one idea that you've jotted down, for example, and turn it into a million others. It's not just having to use it once and that's it. We're all about repurposing here. And that's why having a brain dump run sheet is the starting point. And I recommend that if you're not doing it already, it's a game changer. So once you've kind of got that, always set time aside to record. Some people ask the question whether they should be batch filming, so filming a whole heap of content in one hit or kind of filming as you go. For me, I do a mix of both because that's what works for me. I think when you're getting started and getting into it and you are still kind of trying to figure out the whole process and, you know, get a grip on it, I would recommend blocking out time and batch creating content. It's also so beneficial, like you will thank yourself later when you have these pre-recorded videos and maybe one day you're not feeling great or you're just super busy and don't have the time to film, you've already got pre-recorded videos done, whether they're edited yet or not, but you're not having to come up with something and film it when you're not feeling the best or don't have time. So having batch created content is a game changer. (laughs) When it comes to the day of filming, so you've blocked out two hours of time to film some content, Make sure you're planning out what you actually want to film that day. For example, mapping out how many videos it is. Let's say you're wanting to do three videos. And I would also write a little bit of a description of essentially the purpose of it. If you are doing a talking to camera video or a voiceover, making sure you have somewhat of a script because it just makes it so much easier when it comes to actually filming. You're not just coming up with things out of thin air. And this is obviously where you can refer back to your brain dumping sheet for ideas. If you're, you know, needing certain products in your videos, then just like almost organizing it as if you would organize a photo shoot or a video shoot, like professionally, getting everything together. And so it's just easy to like, you know, if you're getting changed into different outfits or you've got different products that you're wanting to show, it's all kind of there. You're not running around trying to get grab everything while you're trying to film. Just organization is key to making this a seamless process. 
I would go through, film all your content, making sure that you are making sure that everything looks good. You know, the sound quality is great. If you've got microphones, obviously using them, making sure the lighting is great. Natural lighting is best, but if not using a ring light and just when you are filming, pre-recording all your content, making sure that the actual shots are decent because, you know, there's nothing worse than going back later to edit your videos and, you know, you're out of the frame or it's just doesn't look great or it's blurry. So as you're filming, checking that as well, making sure that, yeah, everything actually looks good. (laughs) And then once you've batch recorded everything, you can either edit it straight after. Sometimes that's great because you've got those ideas flowing. You kind of know how you want it to look as you're filming and then, or you can edit it at a later date. I kind of do both. When it comes to actually filming, just backtracking as well, make sure you're filming long and editing short, if that makes sense. So there's no need to stop and start the recording over and over again. Just keep it long, keep it going. If you stuff up and, you know, just keep rolling with it. Don't stop and start because one, it's a pain in the butt when you're editing and you've got all these one, two, three second videos to try and go through. And two, it just flows so much nicer when you are editing. If you do make a mistake, it's not the tone and the whole vibe doesn't change because you've stopped and start. And sometimes that can really throw you off as well. So my tip is to, yes, film long, edit short. With engaging video content too, just on that question. Keeping your videos short because as we know, people's attention spans are a lot shorter on these platforms and you want to make sure that you are, if you are doing talking to camera, like you're editing out the too many pauses and ums and ahs, not overdoing it because you still want it to sound natural, but you don't have a lot of time to catch the attention of your audience. So using things like hooks in the beginning to really capture their attention or even like motion because as we're scrolling and we see something move, it's like our eyes are drawn to that. So all those little tips are really helpful in creating more engaging content and actually getting people to stop and watch. When it comes to repurposing, someone has asked, can I post my Instagram reels on TikTok? You can. Do I recommend you do? It depends. (laughs) The platforms are different and they have the audience appetite is completely different on each platform as well. So when it comes to repurposing on the platforms, there are a few things that you need to be mindful of. And yes, this might sound like it's too much effort, but if you want to play the game right, then these are what you have to do. First of all, as I mentioned, you want to be editing in CapCut because when it comes to uploading it to both platforms, I TikTok and Instagram Reels, you want to be using their native text. So what that means is Instagram and TikTok have their own specific native fonts and font styles, which you may or may not have realized. So we can see that when you're using an Instagram font and then posting that video to TikTok, it's designed first for Instagram, which is a no-no. What you want to do is basically just take your video that you've got, that you've edited on CapCut with really no subtitles, no font. It depends on your design, but this is my preference. If you're uploading to TikTok, you use TikTok's native font. You use TikTok's captions because you want to make sure you've got a the subcaptions or the subtitles on your videos. So using what's in there already. So that means that you are basically uploading like this 
video footage with no copy on it and then uploading that to TikTok, adding in the TikTok subcaptions, adding in the TikTok headings, using the TikTok text. This also is good for using TikTok sounds because sounds that are on TikTok might be on Instagram, vice versa. So you want to make sure that you're using more of like the, I guess you could say native sounds to the platform as well. So that's why just simply repurposing or uploading at the same time, the same thing isn't a great idea. And the same goes for Instagram. Now, Instagram is more of an aesthetic platform. And so this is where for me personally, sometimes I will actually just use the subcaptions in CapCut and maybe create like a heading in CapCut purely because of aesthetics and design purposes. That's not to say that it is the right or wrong way, but again, you need to be uploading the just the footage to Instagram Reels because if you are using a trending sound on Instagram, it's only going to be that sound for Instagram. You can't then put it on TikTok, if that makes sense. So there is a little bit more effort required there with Instagram too. You obviously can use covers and select a cover photo for your reel. So whether you're uploading one and creating one or you're just using what's in the video, again, being an aesthetic platform, I would tend to upload my own, but it's kind of case by case with TikTok you are limited to only selecting a cover from your video that you've actually uploaded. When it comes to posting, somebody has asked how often should I post on Reels and TikTok? That's a question that's like, how long is a piece of string? I always recommend consistency is key, obviously. TikTok, there's all these myths that you should be posting three times a day and this and that. I believe that still with TikTok, even there is that quality over quantity, but I think you will find that if you're posting more regularly on TikTok and it's still quality content because you're able to commit to doing that, you will obviously see a great result from there. With Instagram Reels, the same thing. I suppose it's also quality over quantity, more so on Instagram because of how the platform is. I've mentioned this time and time again, where Instagram is that more aesthetic, like thinking of like a magazine kind of vibe, a high-end photo shoot campaign. That's what I see Instagram being. Whereas TikTok is like more chill, more laid back, just like stuff that you would send your friends kind of thing. So it's easier to create more consistently on TikTok because you're not so worried about the aesthetics. And I feel aesthetically on TikTok videos that are too overdone like that don't perform as well, which is why you tend to see videos that are like properly filmed on, you know, high-end video equipment not really perform the greatest because that's not what the platform is designed for. People aren't really attracted to that. It looks great, but it's not really giving them much. So as long as you are creating content that is clear, the sound is clear, the visuals are clear, and you know, it's short, fun, engaging, and you're giving back value and making it about the viewer, you'll be fine. Do my captions matter so much on TikTok or Instagram? Somebody has asked. To be honest, for me personally, when I am watching content on TikTok, I don't really watch Instagram reels, to be honest, but I'm not really looking at the caption and there's nothing more than I I hate when it's got read the caption for more info and it's just a video with like an intro line saying, do you this, 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 read the caption for more help. 
I'm sorry. I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to read the caption. I want to watch videos. That's what I'm on the platform to do. So for me, I think it's important to consider that if your viewers are using a video platform, they want to be able to consume video content. They're not necessarily on there to be reading this long caption that you've created. So when I'm creating content for each of these platforms, I will ensure that I'm putting the information in the actual video itself rather than making people go and click up and look at the caption. Because as I said, people are on there to consume video content and you want to make it as easy and kind of like less clicky as possible. So if you can include whatever that information is in your actual video, it's much better than just adding all this text into your caption, which I kind of think that's a bit lazy when I see it more so happens on Instagram reels, people just uploading a video of themselves and then they, you know, they're doing something, just sitting down at their desk or whatever. And it's like, read my caption. I think that's a lazy way of video content creation. You may as well just create a text, an image with long caption, like a normal Instagram post. But I could be wrong and other people might like to also read captions. It's really just viewer consumption appetite and that's my true sense on whether or not you should focus so much on a long caption or not. What is something you see a lot of brands are missing out on when it comes to using TikTok or Instagram? This is a good question because something I've been saying for a little while now, both on Instagram and TikTok, is I see so many brands not engaging or responding to comments on their own content, let alone reaching out on other people's videos or posts. It blows my mind because we're forgetting the actual point of social media. Like the key word is social. And I think if you can focus on building a community and actually engaging with your comments, especially when someone comments on your videos and taking the time to reply, not just liking it or not just replying back with one emoji, actually taking the time to engage with them, it is going to honestly make their day. Even if their comments that are more negative, you can engage in a positive way. And the more engagement you're getting on a video, the more it gets pushed out. You know, I hate talking about the algorithm, but essentially it will help you reach more people because the platforms can see, okay, this video is popping off. People are commenting on this. It's getting a lot of love. So we're going to push it out to more people. So really making sure that you are actually engaging with your audience. And when you're spending time scrolling your feeds, even, you know, especially as a business on your business page, engage and comment on other posts, whether it's your own customers or reaching out and commenting on other brands. Like it helps you get more exposure if people can see you're commented on another popular video, right? And they're scrolling through the comments as we do, and they see your brand pop up and maybe they agree with what you're saying. So they're like, oh yeah, I like this. I agree with this person. I'm going to click on their profile. I like their content. I'm going to follow them. I think a lot of people underestimate the power of actually community engagement and yeah, engaging with other brands on the platforms. So don't be afraid to do that. And whether you're just setting out 10 minutes a day to respond back to all your comments or spend time, yeah, scrolling through and commenting on other videos, but making sure they're genuine too, because again, people can also fake it and you can see through that. (laughs) 
One thing I forgot to mention about content creation too, and this has just come to mind because it was something that I had recently spoke to one of my clients about is before you film your content, have like, you know, I mean, when you go out with friends, maybe you did when you were younger and you would have like pre-drinks and you would have like a pre-party and you'd like kind of pump yourself up with some good music, get all excited before you go out. Do that before you film content. You know, I will put on a good song that like gets me going, pumps me up, puts me in a good vibe. And then that will come through. That energy really shines through the content that you're creating. And it's the same with if you've got like maybe an important meeting or call or, you know, even recording this podcast, I'm going to be listening to music before it or doing something that like really pumps me up. So I'm in a good mood. It's high energy, high vibe. And then when you're filming or recording, whatever you're doing, it really just comes through. And I think that has been such a huge shift that I've made and I can definitely see the difference in the content I create. So I'm going to leave you with that piece of advice. Get like your pre-filming playlist going and maybe you're getting like having a coffee or a favorite drink or something and just like really getting into the mood and making it like a whole whole vibe because you'll enjoy the process of it so much more. As always, if you have any more questions or concerns or want to share something with me, or maybe you've got a TikTok video that's like popped off and you're like, want to celebrate, then send me a message over on Instagram or TikTok. All the details are in the show notes as always. And I hope that this has been a insightful episode for you and I will chat to you in the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. Don't forget, you can learn more about my free resources that will help you scale your business by going to my website, www.silk-digital.com.au. And you can always find the links and resources mentioned in today's episode over there too. I would love for you to come say hi over on Instagram at silkdigital underscore. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in the next episode.